Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, happy Thursday, happy, well, happy almost weekend day. Um, this is Locked On Blue Jackets, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, Jay Foster, your host. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So today we have uh, some actual breaking-ish Blue Jackets news, which is very exciting. Um, Blue Jackets announced last night that John Davidson is coming back to be the director of hockey operations. Uh, and Yawa Kekalainen, who has kind of been doing that role since uh, Davidson left in 2019, uh, he has been extended, so he will be the GM until, I believe, the end of the 2025 NHL season. Uh, so, one of these things is better than the other, I think. Um, so, we'll we'll talk about that. And then I have the last couple of um, bandwagon teams to root for. Uh, we have got Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders. Uh, we've got Ian McLaren of Locked On Bruins to break down why we should why we should root for for those teams uh so that's that's a little bit later uh, but first yeah let's talk about this John Davidson news because uh when i first heard the news i was like mm, okay this is this is fine like i wasn't particularly enthused i wasn't particularly upset one way or the other um i feel like a lot of people kind of saw this coming when he got fired from um when he got fired from New York, but the and the the thing is, I I don't really have a problem with anything that Davidson did in Columbus. Uh, I know he was the guy that was really kind of pushing for Tortorella to be hired. Um, I know that didn't turn out great in the end, but I don't think it was. I still don't think it was a bad decision um, to to hire him, etc. Um, my issues with Davidson are mostly kind of. Um, what happened during his time in New York, uh, which is this refusal to kind of treat the um, the issues that kind of surrounded Keandre Miller this off this season with you know the racial abuse that it turns out he's been kind of dealing with um, issues with Tony D'Angelo issues with uh, a bunch of things. Um, and it also kind of came out that when the Rangers made that statement calling for George Paris's head, basically, um, that both Davidson and the GM of the Rangers kind of went around making sure that NHL executives didn't, uh, NHL executives, etc., knew that they didn't agree with this statement, um, and, you know, the the owner has said that this is not the reason for their firing, but, I don't know, something, something about that just didn't sit right with me. Like, it's, especially in a, in a sport like hockey, where team loyalty is, like, the be-all and end-all, the fact that they 
didn't seem to want to stand up for their players and to kind of say, yeah, we we agree with what's going on here. We think we think this is a travesty, et cetera, et cetera. The statement kind of came out and both Davidson and the GM were kind of like, no, this is not, we disagree with this, um, et cetera. So that kind of sat, didn't sit right with me. Um, and it worries me a little bit about kind of how, how that will translate into Columbus. Um, because I don't agree with a lot of what, Davidson has said or kind of the things that he the way he's dealt with um controversy in New York I think he's not done a very good job I think he I mean I'm sure like in terms of hockey operations you know it's generally accepted that actually he is quite good at his job and whatnot but it's the the little things that kind of bother me um the fact that you know apparently he went out of his way to decry this statement against the Department of Player Safety, but they, like, he also couldn't put a statement out about Keandre Miller and the issues there, and apparently had no issues with Tony D'Angelo until he was forced to deal with them, so, I don't know, like, I think it's, it's a tough one, because I don't know that, um, a lot of, like, the director of Hopkins, the director of hockey operations um a lot of the things he does I feel like don't generally get seen in the public eye in the same way that coaches and GMs do so I don't know how big of an impact this will make on like the day-to-day running of the team that I kind of see and the 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 fans see but I don't know I think they kind of expected us to fall over ourselves with joy and I was just kind of like yeah sure why not I guess this is this is fine like I I don't hate it I don't love it it's we'll see um and hopefully you know he doesn't get too much input into a new coach um because frankly at this point I trust Kekalainen more than I trust John Davidson so we'll we'll see how that goes um and that's kind of that's kind of all I have to say about about that. Uh, in just a minute, we will sit down with Gil Martin of Lockdown Islanders to talk about jumping on their bandwagon uh, as they play the Penguins, which frankly is reason enough for me and is reason enough for all of you, I think. Uh, but first, let's talk about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's basically impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. You've got to go in and do a pointless, intimidating questioning from the counterman. You've got to wait while he orders the parts. He chooses the brand that he wants to, the brand that's going to make him the most commission. You've got to wait for it to come to the store. You've got to pay for the labor. It's it's a whole it's a whole trial. So instead of doing all of that, just stay at home uh, because you have computers at home with access to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shuffle auto body parts for hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything. They've got engine control modules. They've got tail lamps. They've got new carpet. If you can put it on or in your car, then you can get it from rockauto.com. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are reliably low, and they're the same if you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck? Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, 
all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So I'm here with Gil Martin of Lockdown Islanders. Uh, they just finished off, they just started off their, their playoffs with a, a very exciting overtime win over the Pittsburgh Penguins, which personally is a pretty good reason for us to root for them because they're not the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, but Gil, why don't you why don't you take it away with any other reasons that you might have why Blue Jackets fans should root for root for the Islanders over any other team? Well, I like the first reason you gave. I mean, the fact that we're not the Pittsburgh Penguins, that's always a good start. But look, the Islanders are kind of a, a hardworking blue-collar team. Uh, Barry Trotz preaches teamwork, defense first. Everybody gets back and back checks and does their part. And, and if everybody does their job well, that's when the Islanders usually win. They are a scrappy team. They work hard. There are no true superstars on this team, although Matt Barzal may eventually you know, reach that height. But if you're looking for a hardworking blue-collar team and a team that hasn't won a championship since 1983, so they're certainly due, uh, you know, the Islanders uh, are, are a great fit for you. Yeah, it, it, it sounds, it's a familiar, a familiar team makeup, I think, you know, where we're also very much a blue collar, hardworking defense first team. So there's, there's familiarity there, which is, which is always nice. Yeah, there, there definitely is sort of a, a, a mirror image between, you know, uh, the two teams. And I think that that always helps. Yeah, definitely. And it's, again, like just going back to, to Pittsburgh, it's Pittsburgh is, I feel like the expected choice to come out of that matchup and like rooting for the guy that's going to win is no fun. I think you want to root for the underdog. You want to root for the guy that no one else thinks is, is gonna, is gonna win. And I feel like the, the Islanders are the underdogs in this situation. And so that's a really compelling reason for me anyway, to, to root for them. I've kind of been looking at all the matchups and being like, right, well, I want the, the little guy to win basically all of the matchups, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, look, let's face it. Who wants to see Sidney Crosby win another Stanley Cup? Been there, done that. If you want something new and different, some new faces out there, uh, you know, the Islanders certainly are full of new faces and, and players who have not won a Stanley cup or have not won a Stanley cup in a long time, depending on, you know, where they got them from. And yeah, I mean, it, it's just a, a, a team that works well together and they are the underdog. They're, they're not even in a big market. I mean, Long Island is, you know, not a, the Islanders sort of get a, even within the New York market, they don't get as much attention as say the Rangers do or the Knicks or the Yankees. So they're even an underdog within their own television market, you know, <laughs> as far as trying to get attention is concerned. And yet if you watch this team on a game in game out basis, they really are fun to root for because they are the underdog and they just outwork you. And that's how they beat you. They grind you down and they outwork you. And it, you know, it, it's not always glamorous and pretty like the Penguins can be with Malkin and Crosby and Latang and all those guys. But boy, you know, if you play against the Islanders, you know you've been in a battle, win, lose, or draw. Yeah, I remember back when back when we were allowed to play like cross division hockey, like Blue Jackets Islanders games were always always exciting, if not necessarily, you know, fun for fun for me. 
Um, right. Always spirited. Uh, yes. Yeah. And like again, like I feel like the the Islanders were the biggest surprise of a couple of seasons ago for me because I feel like losing Tavares, everyone kind of was like, well, they're gonna they're gonna be bad now for a long time, and then actually they were like Barry Trotz came in and kind of did what Tortorella did to the Blue Jackets, I think, because he kind of turned the Islanders into more than some of their parts. Yeah, no question. And and they, they are more than the sum of their parts right now. And and I like a team like that. I mean, you know, forget the fact that this is the team I cover. This is the team I root for. I like rooting for teams that are, uh, that pull together, that help each other, that, that, you know, end up being better than, what you look at on paper, you know, you, you look at the talent level and the, you know, no player on this team scored more than, you know, 20, 20 goals and no, no player on this team had more than a goal a game. And yet they find a way to win most of their games and, and outwork you and, and just get the job done. And it's, it's fun to watch because, you know, it, it's easy to say, Oh yeah. You know, well, we have Connor McDavid, we have Sidney Crosby, we have uh, Alex Ovechkin, you know, those guys are fun to watch, but at the same time, when you, you get a bunch of hardworking guys who can shut down those superstars, there's something wonderful about watching that as well. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a pretty compelling reason to, to root for the Islanders. I'm not going to lie. So if, um, if some of my listeners do in fact want to jump on the Islanders bandwagon this postseason, uh, where can they find you and your show to learn a little bit more? Well, uh, it's the Locked On Islanders podcast, and uh, you can find the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Islanders. You can follow me on Twitter at Ice Wars NYRVSNYI, and uh, I'm, I'm live tweeting during all the games on on my Twitter handle, and uh, keep you up to date on all the latest goings on throughout the playoffs and beyond. Well, hopefully, you'll see uh, a couple of new people hanging around the uh, the downloads this this postseason. I'd love it. Absolutely welcome it. And, uh, you know, the more the merrier. So absolutely. Coming up in just a minute, I have got Ian McLaren, who is here to tell us why we should root for the Bruins, you know, overall, but also specifically against the Washington Capitals. So again, it's a pretty, pretty compelling reason all by itself. But first, let's talk about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. If you do indeed want to put some money on the Islanders beating the Penguins or the Bruins beating the Capitals, then BetOnline is the place for you. You can get all the latest news, odds and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL and all your UFC slash MMA action. If there is a sport happening right now, BetOnline has the odds and props for it. So before the next game, make sure you head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and use promo code LOCKEDON to sign up and you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't sit on the bench anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs. Once again, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code LOCKEDON. That means if you put $100 in, they will give you an extra $50 on top of that. If you put $200 in, they will give you an extra $100 on top of that. It's that easy. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So I'm here with uh, Ian McLaren of Locked On Boston Bruins. Uh, they are down one nothing in the series, but that means not a lot so far. Uh, I think it's it's going to be it's going to be a fun a fun series. 
they are not the Washington Capitals. They don't have Tom Wilson on the team. So I think that's a pretty valid reason to support them either way. Uh, but Ian, do you have any more reasons why Blue Jackets fans should root for the Boston Bruins this playoffs? I mean, yeah, I'm not going to lie and suggest that uh, it's an easy sell to, to get people to root for the Boston Bruins. Not always the most likable team in the NHL, but uh, for Blue Jackets fans, the fact that they are playing the Capitals probably uh, says a lot and uh, gives them a bit of an edge there. Uh, we all remember a few years ago, Blue Jackets were uh, were up on the Capitals in their first round playoff series, and and Washington was able to come back and finish that off. So there's some incentive there for for Columbus fans just to want someone else to to kind of stick it to uh, stick it to the Capitals. Tom Wilson uh, has certainly overtaken pretty much any other NHL player as the most unlikable person in the game. Um, over overtaking Brad Marchand in that area who has really, um, you know, calmed down a bit lately in terms of antics on the ice and uh, really become one of, I'd say probably the best left winger in the game uh, apart from, apart from Alex Ovechkin. So that would be a couple of reasons uh, for me. Yeah, obviously I'm a bit biased, but I think this is a pretty likable team, you know, um, David Pasternak, I think, should be marketed a bit better by the NHL. He's a very uh, fun character. He has a very interesting backstory, kind of uh, coming from, yeah, not not having a lot as a kid and really learning the game uh, kind of bare bones and becoming one of the best players in the NHL. Uh, Patrice Bergeron, of course, uh, pretty much as universally respected as, as a player gets around the NHL. And um, yeah, just really those guys are, are very likable. And those are kind of the two main reasons why um, you should cheer for the Bruins apart from just a kind of a, a dislike for the Capitals in general. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the, the Bruins have had a real kind of like image makeover. The mm-hmm. past, like, cause I, I came into the league like 2013 when, you know, they were, they were the villains of, of yeah, the kind of. But that I was like a, really a low point. <laughs> to kind of, they they yeah they seem fun. Like I watched mm-hmm. I watched game one. I was rooting for the rooting for the Bruins. It's it seems like it's a it's a fun team. Yeah, that that really came out this season uh, when they went to to California and played that that Lake Tahoe game. We all saw them walking up, kind of wearing the '90s gear and. Uh, Pasternak coming out with the macho man Randy Savage sunglasses and saying that he was interrupted post game from uh, kind of a Barbie girl uh, celebration that they had going in the locker room. Uh, that to me was, yeah, kind of the peak of their um, image transformation, so to speak. Uh, everybody on Twitter pretty much was saying how cool that was. Even people who, you know, cheer for the Maple Leafs or cheer for the Canadians, everybody pretty much was in agreement that that uh, was good for the game, showed off a a healthy bit of fun and personality that we don't usually see in hockey. And uh, really, yeah, it was quite striking to see how many people uh, were really into it and, and kind of 
applauded the Bruins for showing some creativity there. And, and it was Patrice Bergeron who led that whole initiative and just really goes to show how, uh, yeah, how fun this team can be and how likable they can be uh, for those who, who kind of have an open mind and are willing to, to uh, look past some of the, uh, you know, more unlikable aspects of this team from, from years past, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So if uh, Blue Jackets fans do want to kind of jump on that, that Bruins bandwagon, uh, where can they, where can they find you and your show to learn a little bit more? Yeah. So uh, it's locked on Boston Bruins. Just uh, search up uh, that in your podcast feed. You can follow at LO Boston Bruins on Twitter and uh, people can find me as well at ENC McLaren on uh, both Twitter and Instagram. Cool. Well, you might see you might see a small a small influx over the next kind of that would be great. All, all are welcome. <laughs> and I think that's all the time I have for today. Uh, tomorrow we will get right back into our season reviews, which I feel like I've been teasing kind of all week and then not doing. But I promise tomorrow we will look at Seth Jones and how he's how his season went. Uh, what he did well, what he didn't do so well, what we're hoping to see from him next season, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, and you know, once once you're done here, make sure you go over and listen to Locked On today. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, was Steph Curry enough for the Warriors against the Lakers? I don't think so. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow me on Twitter. I am at JayTheGoalie. You can follow this podcast at LO underscore BlueJackets if you have comments, questions, or criticisms. You can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.